Warm to you, my general. My name Blocker. Welcome to Gary and Peanuts. This is a podcast where I attempt to give insight and sustenance from the perspective of a young nigga from the city. Happy New Year. 2020 is upon us, and already the fuckeries are many. Before we start today's discussion, I'd like to give peace, force, and salutation to the people in the streets of Haiti, peace, force, and salutations to people in the streets of Algeria, peace, force, and salutations to people in the streets wherever they are attempting to craft a better future. Tomorrow is ours, no matter how the game goes. So, I was going to come on here today and talk to you about some slick pop culture, talk about the reaction to the Harry Lennox comment. I hope I'm pronouncing her name right. And, you know, I was going back and forth about even answering that. Because, you know, as a dark skinned Negroes, whenever these conversations come up, I see niggas lighter than me get to jumping out the play. And it's just like, huh? But to be honest with you, the world is so much more complex and so much, so many other things have happened that a man can't even have that conversation. But I'm going to have that conversation one day. Yesterday, U.S. airstrike killed the second most powerful man in Iraq, uh, in Iran, in Iraq, and uh, a commander of the Hezbollah wing that's been developing itself in Iraq. And there was another person killed also, who was a senior leader of some form, amongst with a few of their entourage, things of that nature. So to give you a full sort of scope, you got to realize, I think about a week ago, the U.S. Embassy was overran, well, overran may be a bit of an exaggeration, but besieged by protesters from that group from which the commander was killed. And now, to think about it in perspective, you got to see it like this. The U.S. Embassy in Baghdad is had a cost of 750 million U.S. dollars. If you've ever been outside of America and you've ever seen, like, U.S. embassies, you realize these are fortresses. And so you got to realize that this wasn't a small effort, number one. Um, over the course of the past two months, 450 protesters have been shot at in the streets of Iraq, protesting government corruptions and the way in which the system of governments is set up. This morning, the U.S. State Department issued an advisory requesting that all U.S. citizens leave Iraq immediately. So after 16 trillion, no, after 16 years, 2.4 trillion dollars. Is this the end of the American presence in Iraq? Some say yes, some say no. I've been seeing images recently um, of this place called Fallujah. If you know some things about the Iraqi war, you know Fallujah was a place where deep battles were fought. And um, the bullets that were dropped there essentially were uranium coated. And so radioactive components have been left behind and it's just had terrible, terrible effects on the local populations. That's the thing. When we talk about these conflicts, a lot of times people fail to humanize them. Millions of Iraqis have died since the beginning of the conflict. Hundreds of thousands of Ghanis. Yemenis, let's not even talk about. But just for the case of Iraq, millions of people have died. So whilst we get to look at this thing from a far distance as if it's just a mechanized warfare thing that's never really going to affect us, I do really wonder, what did the Iraqis think? See, it was a point in, in time that really made me realize there's multiple sides to the story and you should never forget that. The Vietnam War is referred to as the Vietnam War in America, 
But in Vietnam, it's referred to as the American War. What happens to the person who's on the other side of the objective? What happens to the person whose nation state gets plunged further in chaos? What happens to them? What, what does their rationality look like? What's their train of thought looks like? What do they feel like? What do they think like? On this morning as we're getting off the jokes and we're debating whether or not it's going to reach our shores, for the people who for sure, for sure are going to be affected by this, how do they feel? For those uh, citizens of Iran that are living under the economic sanctions, et cetera, et cetera, is that suffering and starvation and making them feel like, oh, Western models of democracies are what we need to install? Is it really pushing them to regime change or is it more than likely radicalizing the, the population? But you see, those type of nuanced questions in the era of Trumpian politics aren't what's of interest, right? That's the thing. That's the thing about this whole thing that a lot of us fail to acknowledge. We are all in part responsible for these actions. Peace and blessings. <laughs>